Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And thank you for checking out the State of the Saints podcast live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, on this edition, we're going to be talking about quarterback Drew Brees and uh, the reports of Drew Brees missing uh, a few games uh, due to a um, rib fracture. Um, wow. Uh, but I want to say thank you all for checking out the podcast. I know this is short notice and this will not be a long show. Uh, the only reason <laughs> I'm going live right now is because people have been asking me to go live. Uh, to be honest with you folks, uh, ah, man, my, my attention is so focused on on my son right now. Um, some of you probably checked out the show this morning. Uh, you know, I talked about my son having a high fever, uh, but, you know, it could be a strong possibility that he came in contact with somebody that uh, has COVID. So uh, we're definitely uh, very cautious about that right now. Uh, so uh, the, my my focus is on him, but I want to make sure that, you know, while he's asleep, I give you all the show. You know, it's probably if he didn't fall asleep, I probably wouldn't be doing this right now. But I want to say thank you all for checking out the podcast. Thank you so much. And uh, talk a little bit about Drew Brees for a few minutes. Uh, the fact of the matter is this, folks. Uh, Drew Brees is going to be out for uh, a few games. Uh, he sustained five uh, fractured ribs, I think uh, three on the left and two on the right side, and a collapsed lung. Uh, we know about Drew Brees uh, taking himself out of the game because he felt like he wasn't going to be capable of you know, playing a quarterback position, which first and foremost, I have to say I have a lot of respect for Drew Brees, uh, number one, the fact that he he went on a two-minute drive, uh, drove the team down the field for the go-ahead touchdown uh, to, to have the Saints ahead 17 to 10 at the half. Uh, just shows how tough our quarterback is. And also, uh, this is his mindfulness, you know what I'm saying? For him to, uh, as much as a, a competitor as he is, to take himself out of the game, you know, and, and when his team, like, was, you know, really battling against the 49ers, um, that just shows you right there what type of human being, what type of person uh, Drew Brees uh, definitely is. Uh, he will be missed, man. No doubt about that. We know about Drew Brees. We know what he brings to the table. Uh, we know uh, what Drew Brees is as a leader of this team. Uh, I, I strongly believe that the Saints wouldn't be in a position that they're in if uh, their quarterback was not named Drew Brees. Uh, but uh, Drew Brees has brought the Saints to a 7-2. and two. Uh, start okay they won six straight games and now it's time for Jameis Winston to step up uh, I just think that the New Orleans Saints are going to be in good shape uh, I'm I'm not one of those people out here that just think that Jameis Winston just going to turn a corner and and not uh, have some of those tendencies he had out there in Tampa but I do feel like Jameis Winston can do enough to be able to right the ship uh, Jameis Winston isn't as terrible as people make him out to be I know Tampa Bay fans seem like they salivating right now they all happy they clapping they saying hooray and um as as very little respect as i had for the tampa bay buccaneers fan base i have even more uh, uh even less of respect for them right now because for some apparent reason i'm seeing people online cheering and happy that drew Brees is hurt like what kind of human beings are y'all okay i mean this dude right here has given 20 years to the NFL. Now, I understand that he's been whooping y'all team tail uh, for 15 years, but there's no need for that, man. You know what I'm saying? I, as much as I, I want the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to lose games, 
I would never do that at the expense of a Mike Evans cheer if he's hurt or cheer for Chris Godwin is hurt or cheer if a Leonard Fournette is hurt. I mean, I, I just think there's some things that you just don't do. And that just shows you how classless uh, that, that, you know, that organization and that fan base is. I don't want to say organization because they ain't got nothing to do with them, but they fan base. Uh, but anybody that's wishing anybody, you know, ill will or, uh, happy that somebody is hurt is it, just absolutely pathetic and I, I question you as a human being uh but the saints i feel like is going to are going to be okay i think that the saints are going to do uh, what needs to get done um they're probably going to mean that they're going to be running the football a little bit more uh probably going to mean that uh the saints are probably going to be doing uh you know uh some things that that make Jameis feel a little bit more comfortable uh, i feel like Jameis winston uh, has a really good arm. I think that he will have uh, chemistry uh, with the receivers as time go on. They will understand his tendencies. He will understand their tendencies. And I think that with Sean Payton as the head coach, I think the Saints are going to do just enough to win. Look, I'm not, ha- I'm not, I don't really care, okay, how the Saints win, all right? The Saints beating uh, the 49ers 27 to 13 is equivalent to the Saints beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 38-3. to Now, we can talk about how satisfying it was as a win, but a win is a win. All Jameis Winston has to do is go out there and just steer the ship and make sure that, you know, you don't hit an iceberg and, and a whole ship crashes, okay? That's that's what Jameis Winston needs to do. Besides that, uh, I just think that the Saints uh, have a better team. I think they're a well-coached team, and I think they're a disciplined team. And if the defense plays the way they've been playing for the last two games. I think they should be okay. And we all talk about how the New Orleans Saints rise to the occasion. They rise to the occasion when their backs are against the wall. We've seen it last year with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, the Saints defense stepped up. So I'm looking for the Saints defense to uh, look at this as a rally and cry in order for them to carry this team. You know, I'm looking for Cam Jordan. I'm looking for Demario Davis, Quine, Alexander, and crew in order to spear uh, this team forward. Uh, they have an Atlanta Falcons team that are really hungry right now. And right now they're trying to play for Raheem Morris. And you can tell they got a lot of respect and love for this guy. And it seems to me like they want this guy to be their coach for the foreseeable future. So they're going out there and they're playing really hard for this guy. And we all know that the Atlanta Falcons, uh, no matter what the records are, you throw those out the window because they want to beat the New Orleans Saints. So uh, it's going to be uh, a tough game for the New Orleans Saints. Nevertheless, it would have been that way even if Drew Brees played. Uh, but I just think that the Saints can get the job done, no doubt about that. And I think they should be okay. But I'm wishing Drew Brees the best. Uh, I hope that uh, the Saints, uh, they, they be very careful with him. Uh, they make sure that they leave him out. Look, I'm not caring about records at this time. You know, I mean, if I, I feel like if the Saints end up losing the division, so be it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not... I don't care what <clears throat> Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans are saying or Atlanta Falcon fans are saying. I, I can care less about that, okay, because I already said on on the uh, other show, on the previous show, that uh, this year is a, is a year like none other. It's not like home field advantage and playing at home is just such a big deal because of COVID. Uh, you don't have a loud crowd to deal with. You don't have to worry about snap counts and all that kind of stuff because – Nobody is going to be in the stands. So home field advantage is not that big of a deal. So 
we know that the Saints are going to make the playoffs. I mean, we we know that. That goes without saying. I mean, unless there's like an epic collapse or something like that of, of epic proportions, the Saints are going to end up making the playoffs. So as long as Drew Brees is back by the playoffs, I think that the Saints have a strong chance. So I can see the Saints, uh, if Drew Brees is out for about three or four weeks, I can see the Saints um, winning three out of those four games. I mean, it's, it, I mean, you got the Atlanta Falcons twice, and then you got the Denver Broncos and I think then you have, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think maybe the the Kansas City Chiefs or something like the Philadelphia Eagles. I can't think of. I have to look at the schedule, but it's not to a point where I feel like the Saints should just be in uh, desperation mode. As long as Jameis Winston goes out there, do does what he needs to do, uh, you know, goes out there and just takes what the defense gives him and makes sure that he just does a good job. I think the Saints should be able to win. Uh, this. The, the football games going forward. But I, the only thing that I'm focused on right now, as far as the Saints are concerned, is the health of Drew Brees, okay? Drew Brees, rather you uh, are sour on Drew Brees or not, Drew Brees has given us so many memories in the Huda Nation. He has given us so many positive moments. He has completely changed the narrative of how people see this organization. And uh, I, I, me as a fan, I'm forever indebted to Drew Brees. And, uh, you know, maybe this is one of those situations where, you know, Drew Brees gets the opportunity to heal up. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Jameis goes out there and he and he plays a few games. And that's also helping Drew Brees to heal his body uh, for when he comes back for that playoff run. So, uh, you know, this is kind of similar to that situation uh, when uh, Peyton Manning went down, I think, in this last season. And Brock Osweiler came out there and he played a few games and he played well. And he ended up getting himself a contract out there in Houston. So, uh, this can be one of those situations, man. Jameis can change the narrative of how people think about him. Uh, right now, Jameis Winston's name uh, skeets milk out of people's noses because they're laughing. But, you know, if uh, Jameis Winston goes out there and he plays well, I mean, the laughing is going to stop. And maybe if he doesn't, you know, stay with the New Orleans Saints, it can be one of those situations like Teddy Bridgewater where he can go out there and maybe become a starter for another team and put himself in position to make, uh, some elite money so this is a uh this is an opportunity man for Jameis Winston to change the narrative it is up to him uh Jameis Winston can you know change a lot of people's minds so he has all the talent he has all the tools to be successful uh I've seen a couple passes in that game uh last uh on yesterday versus the San Francisco 49ers especially that wheel route pass that he threw to Alvin Kamara I mean I've I seen you know what I'm saying that he can three at the needle now, we're going to have to take the good with the bad, who that nation. I, I'm sorry. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. We're going to have to take the good with the bad. Uh, there are going to probably going to be some plays that Jameis Winston wish he had back. Uh, just, you know, uh, we're going to have to completely kind of uh, understand that he is not Drew Brees. Uh, I know that Drew Brees has set the standard of what good quarterback play is supposed to be, uh, but we know that Jameis Winston is not Drew Brees. Okay. So, uh, we just got to take the good with the bad and hope for the best and hope that he doesn't uh, put the Saints in a position where they can't uh, get out of it. Uh, so I'm going to read some of your comments real quick. Uh, we're going to start with Malcolm. Malcolm says Atlanta, Denver, Atlanta, and Philly uh, are the next four games. We got this. Who that? Okay, Malcolm, thank you so much, man. I really did need your help because I couldn't think of the schedule at the time. Uh, Gumbo Jambalaya says, I don't think the Saints line is that good. Uh, Breeze make them look better than they are. 
because he gets rid of the ball so fast. I disagree with that gumbo. Uh, the Saints do have a really good offensive line. Uh, to me, they're better run blocking than they are pass blocking. And uh, if you look at the way that they 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 run block, they run block really really well. Okay, most of the guys that are on the line, uh, the Ramchek, uh, the uh, Eastons, the you know the Eric McCoys, they're good run blockers. Okay, I mean you look at. Uh, some of these other guys, they they struggle in pass protection. You know what I'm saying? Like like Andrews Pete. So uh, I don't think that, you know, they're a bad offensive line. I don't think that at all. You know, I think the Saints offensive line is really, really good. Um, if, if you look at it, I mean, just take a look at uh, – just look at the game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, look at the game against the Carolina Panthers. I mean, they, they were blocking really, really well. So they do have a really good offensive line. And I think it helps the fact that Jameis Winston – uh, can actually scramble outside of the pocket. He can move around in the pocket. Uh, Jameis Winston's scrambling ability, he reminds me a lot of Big Ben Roethlisberger. You know what I'm saying? Like when plays break down, uh, guys are going to have to learn how to break off their routes. Now, I understand what the Saints have been. The Saints are a timing team, right? The Saints are about timing. You know, guys turn around. I want you to run this 10 and in. You know what I'm saying? By the time you turn around 10 yards, turn around the ball right there. Uh, Jameis Winston isn't like that at all. You know what I'm saying? Jameis Winston is one of those guys that if the pocket breaks down, he's rolling out. Guys are going to have to learn how to break off their routes. I've seen a couple of plays uh, when he was actually in a game and he was, uh, you know, scrambling around a pocket. You know, the guys seemed like they were just kind of lost in translation there. Uh, but eventually I just feel like the, the chemistry is going to be there and guys are going to understand what Jameis is actually going to do. Uh, this past game, uh, I just feel like we just need to throw that out of the window because anybody's judging Jameis Winston based on the fact that he'd had no first team reps at all. If you're out there just judging a guy based on that, then I just feel like you just have a vendetta against Jameis Winston and you never just wanted to give him a chance in the first place. And I, I mentioned that earlier today. Uh, Jack CP3 says, uh, Ruiz helped him up, but it was solely his fault for the hit on Breeze. Look, man. Caesar Ruiz is a rookie. I've seen a lot of people getting on Caesar Ruiz, talking about Caesar. Look, he's a rookie, man. The guy is going to have some mistakes. He's going to make some mistakes, man. That just comes with the territory of being a rookie. Uh, you know, I understand that Drew Brees got hurt and it's unfortunate, but I'm not giving up on Caesar Ruiz because if you watched that game last week, he was awesome. You watched that game against Carolina, he was awesome. Look, guys are going to give up sacks, okay? Everybody can't be Ramchek. Everybody can't be Armstead. And even those guys give up sacks and holding calls. So for us to be blaming this young kid for making a mistake and, and a guy on the defensive side of the ball getting the best of him, I just feel like that's wrong. You know, like this guy has a lot of football ahead of him. And I guarantee you the way that he plays, we're not going to be talking about Cesar Ruiz in the future. This guy is going to be one of those guys that are going to be a mainstay for the Saints and going to be pivotal uh to the success of the new orleans saints going forward so it was it, it happens man you know guys make mistakes you know unfortunately you know it came at the expense of us losing our quarterback for a few weeks but look it happens man and i'm not i'm not going to uh beat up on caesar ruiz too bad because i'm pretty sure he's doing that to himself right now uh brian says jerry poi is giving a shout out what happened to his son the host Oh, what happened to my son is, man, he just has a high fever. Uh, we, you know, we think that he may have came in contact with somebody 
uh, that was uh, that tested positive for COVID. You know what I'm saying? At you know at his uh, daycare. You know what I'm saying? I just you know it's unfortunate, and me and my wife gonna have to quarantine because of it. So <laughs> so your boy gonna be uh, at the crib uh, for the for the foreseeable future. You know, but um, right now, man, my main focus is my son. Right now, you know, right now he's asleep. Uh, you know, he's not his his rambunctious self. Y'all, y'all seen him on the show a couple of times. So uh, right now, you know, his health is like my main concern. Uh, like I said, I probably wouldn't even be doing the show right now if he was, if he wasn't asleep. Uh, DLP 2600 says Winston is a very talented guy. He has better team around than when he was in Tampa. DLP, that's a good point right there. No, you always come through with the heat. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Jameis didn't have that type of team. He didn't have the type of coaching that he has. He didn't have the type of running game that he had. And I just feel like a lot of things was solely on Jameis. And I just think with the New Orleans Saints, he doesn't have to try so hard. He can just go out there and just take what the defense give him. He had playmakers all around him. Uh, from Alvin Kamara, from Latavius Murray, from Michael Thomas, from Emmanuel Sanders, from Jared Cook. You got playmakers around you. Just give them the ball. Ren says, praying for you, uh, Breeze, and your family, and his long-term after football is more important, too. To get well, Breeze, and you are a man of class and a first ballot Hall of Famer, and we will rally as a team and a fan base, and Winston will be fine at quarterback. Yeah, man, Winston will be all right, man. You know, I just think that uh, we just going to have to take the good with the bad. You know, it just comes with it, man. Like, I hate to be – the bear of bad news, but I mean, if we're expecting him to go out there and, and be like Drew Brees, then you're sadly mistaken. You're sadly mistaken. Jameis Winston and Deontay Harris are going to be uh the DOU for uh this team, this Saints team. Uh I just feel like Jameis gonna be able to uh get the ball to the playmakers and we might even see some more explosive plays. Uh you know you'll be able to see some plays down the field, uh, because you know, Deontay Harris, he can get deep. Uh, Marquez Callaway can get deep. And I, I feel like Sean Payton kind of just rises to the occasion with this. You know, Sean Payton sometimes, you know, I feel like he gets stagnant because he had Drew Brees. He knows what he got with Drew. And it's over. Oh, I just feel like we've seen another side of Sean Payton when Teddy Bridgewater came in last year. And I just think that he's looking at, uh, Jameis Winston as a project, which he does with a lot of guys, because that's kind of Sean Payton's MO. You know, he finds guys that nobody really knows about and be like, look what I did with this guy. You know, I feel like he's going to do the same thing with Jameis. He's going to be like, look, everybody wrote Jameis off, but look what I did with him. You know, this, like, let's this, this not get it twisted. Sean Payton does have an ego. <laughs> and uh, I just think that if he can change the narrative of Jameis Winston, then you know, he he's going to look at that as a notch in his belt. DLP says people keep blaming Ruiz, but I'm not going to do that. Injuries are going to happen. You you can't always uh, blame someone for stuff like that. That's just silly. Well, if that's the case, I mean, can you blame Eric McCoy or uh, um, you know, or who was that? Uh, Andrews Pete last year when Drew Brees uh, messed his thumb up, right? Because uh, Aaron Donald. Came right up the A-gap and, uh, you know, hit Drew Brees in the, th- in the thumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't hear people complaining about the way those guys are playing this year. 
I mean, as, as much as we talk about Andrews Pete, I mean, can you talk about him this year? I mean, he's been playing really well. Uh, Eric McCoy has been playing really well. Cesar Ruiz, once again, is a rookie, a rookie, folks. The guy is going to make mistakes, and I get it. Everybody loves Drew Brees, but the guy is a rookie. He is going to learn. Ruiz is also playing as a guard, too. He is much more uh, used to being a center. He has a huge upside and already is better and cheaper than Larry Warford. Absolutely. You know, I just think that the, the, guy, the kid is good, man. The kid is good. I'm not going to judge this guy on just one play. Like, go back and watch that Tampa Bay game. Go back and watch that Carolina Panthers game, and then we can talk. The dude is really, really good. I ain't got no problem with Cesar Reeves. It just happens, man. It just happens. Uh, get beat Pete. Still love him, though. Uh, Pete ain't been getting beat this year, man. I'm sorry. Like Pete, Pete has been balling out. Pete's been balling out. You you can talk about Andrews Pete all you want to, but Andrews Pete has been he's put way more good stuff on tape than he has bad this season. This is not the year to talk about Andrews Pete. If you're talking about Andrews Pete, it's because it's just a I mean, it's just a, you know, uh I guess like just a cliche right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he he can't block. It's just a cliche. Uh, Kevin says, do you think the Panthers will beat the Lions and bounce back? Uh, look, I like the Panthers a lot. You know what I'm saying? I know they're in our division, but I'm always going to cheer for Teddy Bridgewater unless he's playing us. Uh, I just think that the Panthers are a very young football team. I think they got a lot of promise. I think they got the right football coach. I think they got the right GM. And I think they got the right players. Uh, it's just going to they just going to have to go through some growing pains. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to lose before you start winning. And uh, I just think that they play everybody tough. Uh, that game uh, versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at halftime, they were both tied at 17. I think it was about adjustments. I think they need to work on that. And uh, eventually, if they work on those adjustments, I think they're going to be a very formidable opponent. But uh, I wish Teddy Bridgewater and the Carolina Panthers uh, – you know, success, you know what I'm saying, as long as they ain't playing the Saints and the Saints got a better record than them. I don't hate the Panthers as much as I, I dislike uh, the Falcons, uh, you know. I don't even want to say the Bucks. you know what I'm saying. I, I just – I don't like the Bucks fans, you know what I'm saying. I don't even look at Tampa as being a threat. Tampa is irrelevant to me because, you know, it's just the fans, you know. Like the fans act as if they've been there the whole time, and they haven't. And, and you know – they talk so much noise, right? They talk so much noise when when a game is 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 about to be played, and then when they lose, like they like good game, good game. Like, dude, we seen y'all talking all this noise, this junk for weeks, right? Talk about how this y'all preseason and all that kind of stuff, but now y'all ain't got nothing to say. That's why I ain't got no respect for them. Like, if if. The Saints, let's just say, for example, I'm knocking on wood here, but let's just say for, for the simple fact that the Saints lose to the Falcons. And I've been talking noise about the Falcons all week long. I'm still going to be talking noise. I'm still going to be like, man, y'all still suck. Y'all still ain't going to the playoffs because I'm keeping the same energy. Tampa's fan base energy is completely different. Like, they they talk so much noise, and then they pretend like we we, we didn't see them talking this noise. Y'all got y'all ass whooped, and yet y'all just think that y'all contenders all of a sudden because y'all beat Carolina. Well, we beat Carolina too, and right now we're undefeated in the division. We haven't lost a, a divisional game yet. So 
what the hell are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like Tampa fans are like so delusional. And 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 to me, they're not even really real fans. Like Tampa fans are so unloyal to their they fan base. Like they they the biggest grandstanders right now. But like they act like they've been there for the bad times. Like, knock it off, man. I have no respect for Tampa Bay fans. And the fact that what I've been seeing about Drew Brees and him being heard and they talking about all oh, this daytime, like, man, go to hell, Tampa fans. Like, seriously, that that's the most classless thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, one guy I've seen on social media, he was actually glad that Drew Brees got hurt. Like, are you kidding me, man? Like, are you kidding me? Like, trash. I mean, Tampa got some trash bag fans. I'm sorry. And I feel like, and I'm sorry. Like, if you're a same fan and you're cheering that Matt Ryan gets hurt or Julio Jones gets hurt, you're a trash bag fan too. I, I, I just feel like you got to draw the line somewhere. I understand your fandom. I understand that you're happy when your team wins. You know what I'm saying? But for you to be happy that a guy get hurt because they don't have to play the Saints this week, like, that's trash to me. Like, that's trash. Like, don't do no stuff like that, man. Like, like, and if you do stuff like that, please don't put the comments here. I, I just feel like you got to draw the line somewhere. Like, it's all fun and games, right? We're Saints fans. They Falcon fans. We go back and forth. But at the end of the day, man, you don't want to wish no ill will on nobody. That's just horrible, man. Uh, some growing pains. Thank you very much for $2. Says the Panthers is filling us right now. <laughs> yeah uh definitely feeling that and uh the crips uh thank you very much for two dollars says you made an enemy out of us again <laughs> i guess you assume you're talking about the red that i'm wearing right now but look look man it's kind of chilly in my my uh house right now so i had to put a hoodie on <laughs> my wife got it cold up in here right now uh ruiz was great in college and is doing a great job things happen absolutely Kevin says, thanks. No problem, Kev, man. Good luck to you if you're a Panthers fan. Uh, freedom isn't free. Uh, Taysom has been playing a lot better. I Look, I like Taysom Hill, okay? I like Taysom Hill. Taysom does a great job. Uh, that game against Tampa was a really good game for Taysom. Uh, that game against Minnesota in a wild card game was a really good game for Taysom. But let's not pretend like Taysom Hill has been setting the world on fire this season. He has really... Uh, not been uh, the Taysom Hill that we grown to love. Okay, these last couple of games, uh, he looked all right. I mean, he fumbled. You know, that was a crucial fumble that could have easily uh, switched the game this past weekend if it wasn't for Patrick Robinson's interception. So, but look to me, if, if I'm if I'm talking about a guy that I feel like can go out here and get the ball where it needs to be and makes you know what I'm saying makes the offense uh go I'm going with Jameis Winston look I'm not look I'm not worried about no bells and whistles okay that's what Taysom Hill is to me Taysom Hill is bells and whistles okay look I, I'm a simple guy okay I don't need a car that has 26 inch rims uh I don't need a new stereo system I don't need subwoofers in the trunk all right just get me a car I start it up and it goes vroom, vroom, okay? I feel like with Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill is the car that's sitting on 26, 26-inch rims, uh, a new stereo, subwoofers in the back, tenant windows. You know what I'm saying? That's what I look like. That's what it looks with Taysom Hill. Jameis, 
You know what I'm saying? I think you know what you're going to get. Taysom, not so much, man. You know, a Taysom Hill is good for what he does as his role, but I, I at this particular time, nah. You know what I'm saying? We talking about making a playoff push. I ain't got no time uh, to be dealing with, a, you know what I'm saying, a go-go gadget guy, okay? You know what I'm saying? Inspector Gadget is a good cartoon. We love it, right? We love Inspector Gadget, okay? We love go-go gadget this, go-go gadget that. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I need something uh, pretty simple. You know what I'm saying? I need a guy that it can be on the center, that can get the ball down the field, a guy that actually been there and done that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no time to be playing around. Now, if Jameis goes out there, stinks up the joint, then, you know what I'm saying, then it's time for us to go ahead and try to see what we got with Taysom. But I feel like you give Jameis, you know, I feel like you give Jameis the opportunity first. You are exactly right, bro. It's a reason why Coach Payton went after Jameis, and we are about to find out. Drew got hurt, and that's Tampa's game as well. Yeah, he did. You know, he's been dealing with a shoulder injury for weeks. Uh, Optimus grind, y'all dumb. Uh, I'm not trolling, bro. Chill. Uh, what are we talking about? Okay, <laughs> I guess y'all talk. Y'all having a little comment in the chat. Hold on, man. All right, man. Y'all chill out, man. I'm I'm seeing some stuff I don't like in the chat right now. So y'all chill out with that, man. You know, let's let's be civilized about this. Uh, let's see. Eight oh eight. Uh, thank you very much for the four ninety nine. Says some things are bigger than football. Hope Drew Brees comes back. Respect uh, from a Falcon fan. Yeah, I mean, shouts out. You know what I'm saying to everybody out there. Look, like I said, I I draw the line. You know what I'm saying? Like we can we can talk about how your team ain't this and ain't never one. Nay, I'm I'm down with that. But when we start talking about like, oh, if they say something like Julio got a hamstring injury, ha ha, good for y'all. Nah, man, pump all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just be honest about this, man. At the end of the day, as Saint fans, we're going to appreciate Julio Jones's greatness. You know what I'm saying? When it's all said and done. Okay, we don't want Julio to beat us, but we're going to appreciate his greatness when it's all said and done. Okay? You know what I'm saying? We don't, we're don't. we not a fan of Matt Ryan, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? He, if he retires, he's going to be like, okay, man. You know what I'm saying? Respect to him. I will hope. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we don't like them. And they don't like us. But at the same time, like, I don't want anybody to wish a person. Like, that's just, that just horrible, man. Like, that's just horrible. Like, we have to understand, this is these guys' job. These guys are taking care of their families. These guys are paying their bills. They're probably paying their mom's bills, their dad's bills, uncle's aunt's bills, being on the field. You know, and I just feel like anybody that is, is just so hell-bent on making a playoffs and making a Super Bowl push that you're willing to just jump out of the window with reckless rhetoric like that. I, I have absolutely no respect for you. And and Tampa fans, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no respect for them. If you're out here talking about you happy that Drew Brees is hurt just so Tampa can win the division so you can feel good and you can come on social media and be like, yeah, we won a division. Like, bump all that. Y'all can have the division. Like, like honestly. I would give Tampa the division if that means that Drew Brees can be healthy and move on with the rest of his life outside of football. I'm serious. That's the way I feel about it. Do I want the Saints to win the South? Yes. But if that means that Drew Brees has to be hurt in the process or he can't be able to play with his kids or 
he can't be able to go to his son flag football practice or be the husband that he wants to be hell no y'all can have a division and i just, i mean i i don't know man people just take football way too serious i love football i'm passionate about it that's the reason why i do the state of the saints podcast but there's some lines that don't need you know what i'm saying there's some lines that need to be drawn here seriously Inspector Gadget, thank you very much for the two dollars. Says I'm a cartoon. I'm a good cartoon. Yeah, def- definitely. Jew says uh, the racist Saint fans don't want to give him a chance. Look, man. Look. <sighs> I, I would hope that we're past this point. I would hope that we're past this point that we're not looking at a person's race, uh, you know, as a deciding factor. I would hope that we have come f- further as a people that we're not looking at a guy's, you know what I'm saying, race and where he comes from and his ethnicity and his background. Like, come on, man. Like, we better than that. I would hope that nobody's like that. Uh, Jacob says, uh, get healthy for the playoffs. Drew is Winston time. Yeah uh Taysom might get better well I mean we know they're gonna use Taysom though it's not like they're gonna just can completely like just x out Taysom Hill like he's because he's still gonna be doing this Taysom Hill thing Optimus says all y'all was like Drew can't throw the, the ball deep now y'all got Drew hurt be careful what you wish for well I don't know man I don't think nobody oh uh, uh wanted drew to get hurt i hope not okay but i mean this is not even this is the moment right here like this is the moment where you know the guys that uh are supposed to be the successors as of right now uh it's their time to prove that they are uh possible successors to drew Brees. Ernest says, my bad. No problem, man. I just want y'all look, man, let's just be cordial in this, man. It, it don't get that serious, folks. Uh, Evil Dak says uh, Taser Mill only fumbled because he was uh, he has uh, to run the ball all the time. Let the man pass. Uh, well, Evil, uh, the Saints did give him opportunity to pass. He just didn't throw the ball. And he got sacked, which was very rare because we're not used to seeing Taser get sacked. But I just think that Taysom is afraid to pull the trigger because he's afraid to make a mistake. That's just my opinion. Uh, your boy Jay says uh, Jameis was practically blind and had bad coaching and was with a bad team. He's going to be good for us with showing uh, with showing coaching him. Well, I hope so. Um, I I don't feel like Jameis is just going to be just this completely different quarterback we ain't seen. Once again, I just think that you have to take the good with the bad, but I do feel like Sean Payton can put him in a best position to succeed because uh, he's going to probably teach them to take what the defense give them. The Saints got some playmakers, and I think the way that Sean Payton draws up the, the plays, I think it's going to make it much easier for Jameis to get the ball to the guys. Uh, ben says, a 30 touchdown, 5,000 yard plus Sean Payton. I'm ready to see what it adds up to. Well, let's see. We ain't got no choice. Mark says, uh, Drew Brees, the GOAT. Uh, I definitely believe uh, he's arguably on um, the greatest quarterback of all time if we're talking about yards if we're talking about efficiency we're talking about drew if you're talking about championships then you're talking about tom brady but 
uh, uh, Drew Brees has had Tom Brady's number in these last two games back to back. So, I mean, these last uh, two games that they played. So, uh, RJ says, TJ, it hurts when Drew uh, got hurt. Who that Saints Nation? Yeah, it did, man. You know, but it's just a part of the game. How long does uh, fractured ribs uh, heal? Well, I mean, it depends on severity of the injury. Uh, let me see. I had bruised ribs before. I never had any fractured ribs. Uh, <laughs> how how I bruised my ribs was just so stupid. Like I tell y'all, just for uh, <laughs> just for entertainment purposes. Um, when I was about seven years old, I ended up bruising my ribs. And <laughs> I was like extremely clumsy as a kid. So one day my mom was actually mopping the floor. She mopped the floor of, of the kitchen. All right. So there was a knock on the door. And me and my brothers, we always just have like this. I don't know, man. We got this competition. When somebody knock on the door, we try to race to the back to try to tell, uh, you know, my mom that somebody's at the door. We try to be the first person to tell her. So we're running through the house and all of a sudden we get to the kitchen and I trip slide across the floor, like rotate and hit my ribs at the bottom edge of the refrigerator. You can't make this stuff up, man. <laughs> and um, I ended up bruising my ribs and I, I, my mom watching this right now, like <laughs> I was so accident prone as a kid that I think maybe one time like child protective services end up coming up and they're talking to my mom because I was like always like at the emergency room getting stitches or getting something wrapped up or something like that. Like it was just crazy, man. But uh, it wasn't a, a good feeling, you know what I'm saying? At that particular time, because just remember like, you know, it just hurt when I, you know, move around, but I can only imagine with fractured ribs. But as y'all can see, man, I was, the Steve Urkel of the house, you know what I'm saying? And not to mention, I had some big old thick glasses that kind of looked like Steve Urkel at that time. But yeah, man, I was accident prone, but um, it's not the best feeling in the world. And uh, man, that was just embarrassing right there. Tripping on the floor, sliding across the floor and hitting the edge of your, you know what I'm saying? Of your rib cage on the refrigerator. Yep, that's how I bruised my ribs. Can't make that stuff up. Uh, J-Rock says, this is a golden opportunity for Jameis. He has a top five O-line, arguably the best all-around back in the game, and a wide receiver that is top three of the game. Uh, he didn't have that at Tampa Bay. Yeah, but uh, since we're talking about that uh, top three receiver in the game, uh, something is wrong with Michael Thomas. Um, you know, I don't think it has nothing to do. Please, please spare me. All those people, man, he a diva, this, that, and the third. The man is hurt, okay? The man is hurt, and uh, I think we all can can see that the guy is hurt, okay? If you, like, I don't want this to be the situation with Alvin Kamara last year. Like, man, what's wrong with Alvin? What's wrong with Alvin? We find out that he hurt. And I think that we have a tendency that we see a guy on the field in uniform. We just think that they just ready and willing to play and be in their old self. But something is definitely wrong with Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas does not give up on plays. Michael Thomas uh, gives it everything that he has on routes. Something is terribly wrong right now with Michael Thomas going back and watching that 49ers game. If you go back and watch that game, you can tell, man, there's something terribly wrong with him right now. I think the ankle and the hamstring, is still he's still dealing with that, but he's on the field 
as a decoy and distraction to help his team get an advantage. That's just my opinion. He definitely not well. Uh, I'm glad Drew didn't uh, get hurt uh, before Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad too. Drew says, real take time to heal. They just can't uh, put uh, your chest in a cast. Yeah, it, it does take some time to heal. Four weeks. Yeah, a fracture depends on the bone healing. Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard I heard that before. You know what I'm saying? It takes a couple of weeks. So I, I hope that, uh, you know, I mean, look, I'm trying to have Drew Brees sit down as long as possible. I don't care if it comes at – I don't care if the Saints uh, do start losing, man. I'm sorry, folks. I understand that we want these guys to win a Super Bowl championship and all that kind of stuff, but not at the expense of a guy being hurt and causing himself harm in the future. Uh, how is Pac-Man doing, TJ? Well, I say he's asleep right now. He had a fever of 101 the last time we checked. And uh, right, we just we just uh, playing it by ear right now. Hopefully uh, it doesn't get any worse than a fever. Yeah, Michael Thomas is hurt. Yeah, he definitely hurt. Uh, hell yeah, I thought I was the only one that seen that on, on the money, bro. Man, that man is hurt. Uh, who that TJ and my who that family shouts out the superstar ever says, I truly believe in Sean Payton and this coaching staff. Jameis will be okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Ever shouts out to my guy, Everett, man, with the baddest uh, sports show in the deep south. Uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, I think he'll be okay, man. They're a well coached team, he'll put them in a position to succeed. Uh, Byron says, I think he is. Uh, he's not getting the ball, that's because he hurt. Like, we all know that the Saints are a team that you know, gets the ball, gets the guy the ball that's open. And uh, Michael Thomas, you know, man, I could just tell. Like, if you go back and watch that game, watch him coming off his routes, man. I mean, there's a there's a gimp in it. You know what I'm saying? Every time he comes off that route, it's not as explosive as it has been in the past. And, uh, you know, I just think that he's out there as a decoy right now. I think that they're trying to – I think they're trying to disguise, you know what I'm saying, some plays offensively. And I think him being out there, he he demands a double team. And that helps the Saints offensively. Uh, how did Thomas get hurt? Uh, I think like maybe in the fourth quarter of the week one game, somebody rolled over his ankle. And then uh, he was close to coming back. And then he uh, hurt his hamstring. And hamstring takes week to heal, man, especially at the wide receiver position. Uh, Drew punctured lungs may take longer to heal than his ribs. Yep, that's true, Vanessa. That's true too. I mean, a punctured lung, man, that that that's some tough stuff right there. I can only imagine the night that Drew Brees had. Can you imagine the night that he probably had? Probably couldn't even sleep. Uh, we need to run the damn ball. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, run the football, control the time of possession. But you know, hopefully you don't get into a shootout with the Atlanta Falcons. You know, Atlanta Falcons, they can't uh, they can't score now. We, we I will give them that. Uh get well, little TJ. And I appreciate that, Darrell. Uh he's out four to six weeks. Yeah. I mean, but I think the Saints should be okay. Now Donnie says go Bucks. Well, good luck with all that. Uh, Drew was uh, gra- gasping for air. Uh, it was heart-wrenching. Yeah, it was horrible to watch, man. RJ Mason says, yeah, I'll be praying for Drew. 
Freedom says, felt like watching your brother struggle for air. I mean, just the fact that he ran that two-minute drill with with what with five broken ribs, like unbelievable, man. Unbelievable stuff. Like anybody that's questioned Drew Brees' toughness or his uh willingness to do anything it needs to, you know, it, it takes in order for this team to be successful. You know, I mean, I think that goes out of the window right now. Jacob said, doctor says the lungs heal in two weeks. Yeah, but I mean, you still got to worry about the ribs as well. I would say four weeks tops. Our defense stayed lights out. We good. Prayer uh, to your family and to Drew. Yeah, I appreciate that, James. Thank you, man. San Fran always played dirty ball. <laughs> Goes without saying. I said, man, that whole Jimmy Ward thing, that, that rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, prayers for your son, TJ. I, I appreciate that, Everett, man. He, he'll be okay. He'll be all right, man. He's a he's a fighter, man. He's still trying to run around the house and all that kind of stuff, but his energy just not there right now. <laughs> uh, Drew is one of the all-time greats. Jerry says 49ers should be suspended. <laughs> I, I know that Jimmy Ward going to get fined. There's no doubt about that. He might even miss a game once they look at their footage. Uh, one more year. Uh, prayers up by Robert. Freedom says if Tom Brady can play till 45, why not Drew? I mean, it's possible, but I just think that Drew Brees is probably on the tail end of his career. I think, I think, I really feel like this is last year. And I think he was really trying to put everything he had into it. Uh, which leads me to my next point. You know, since we talk about Tom Brady, um, the media, man, once again, uh, <laughs> it's amazing to me, like, how these people are just so hell-bent on being right. Like, unbelievable, man. Like, these are some of the most self, I mean, I don't know, man, self-absorbed, but yet insecure individuals I've been seeing in my entire life. Like, I really believe that the national media is excited that Drew Brees is hurt. Because all you hear now is, now Tampa got their chance. Now Tampa got their chance. Now Tampa got their chance. Like, bro, like, you ain't got no respect for the New Orleans Saints. Like, you have absolutely no respect for the New Orleans Saints that you just feel like it's just Drew Brees and nobody else. Like, you don't think that this team is capable of winning games outside of Drew Brees, even though they, they proved to you that it's possible, even though they proved to you that they could. Unbelievable, man. It's amazing to me how these people just, they just want to be right so bad, man. Like, they so insecure. My goodness, man. It's all right with being wrong. Like, I came on the show, did a whole show about how I was wrong. Do you think I care? No. It comes with the territory, man. Look, I feel like this, man. If you're not contradicting yourself at one time or another, then you're not growing. That's the way I feel about it, because you're going to learn something and it's probably going to cause you to contradict something that you said in the past. But it's not because you're walking, talking contradiction. It's the fact that you have more you you have more knowledge. You've researched the situation and you come to a different conclusion. Nothing wrong with that. For some apparent reason, man, people just so hell bent on being right. Like. You're, you're, I, I guess because you have people on social media or oh, you eating crow, you eating crow. 
you eating crow. Like, so what, man? Eat the doggone crow and keep it moving. Like, it doesn't do any, it doesn't take away from the fact that you're good at your job. I like to think that I'm really good at doing this podcast. There are going to be some, there's sometimes when people be like, well, TJ, you wrong. I found out this, that, and the third. Okay. I just like at the beginning of the show, I started blurting out the different schedules that the Saints had. And, and my guy, I can't think of his name. I apologize, my brother, but he gave me the right schedule. I'm not sitting up here. Nah, they ain't right. They ain't right. I don't care. You you shouldn't care. Like you, you give your opinion. Sometimes you're going to be right. Sometimes you're going to be wrong. Okay. Just as much as I'm like, okay, I said this. I want, I feel like I, I get some, I need some credit for being right. Give me the credit for being wrong. And I'm okay with that. But these people just so into their own hype. My goodness. Seriously, dude. Like, are you that insecure as a person that you just look on social media all the time? You just look at it with the negative things people say, and then all of a sudden you just get so mad and oh, I said this. I'm I was right about this, but I was wrong about this, but I was right about like knock it off, man. Knock it off. Seriously. Seriously, man. Once again, man, I'm life lesson here. If you don't contradict yourself throughout your lifetime, then you're not growing. Because you shouldn't want to be the same. You shouldn't think the same. If you're a 40-year-old man, you're not going to think the same way when you was 20. Probably around this time, if you're 40, you got a family to take care of. You got a wife. You got kids. You got a girlfriend. You got kids. Something. You're not going to think the same way. So your way of thinking probably is a complete contradiction of what you felt like in your 20s. There's nothing wrong with that. So understand that, people. There's nothing wrong with eating a little crow. There's nothing wrong with jumping out of the window at times and being proven wrong. It's about growing. It's a process. I don't get it. But they so hell-bent on the Saints being, I guess, like falling by the wayside so they can be right about Tom Brady that, I mean, they're just so willing. They're so willing, man, to just, oh, I don't know, man. It just, it's just absolutely ridiculous to me, man. Like, <laughs> When when does it begin? When does it end, man? Like, I, I'm so like I'm so over this media stuff, man. I get it, I, I do, man. I get it. Some of them just trying to be shock jocks. I think I talked about this with Keen Arthur. I said I was going to mention this uh, before, but I get what they're doing, man. Everybody wants to be the next shock jock. Everybody wants to wow everybody with their commentary. Everybody wants to have this hot take. That's why you have a whole bunch of people on ESPN sounding like Stephen A. Smith. Everybody want to yell to the top of their lungs and, and yell out these little, little zingers and have everybody laughing and everybody want to take a little bit of Coke Zero and drink it while another person doing commentary to look funny. Look, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's an entertainment aspect to it all. But seriously, man, you can't take yourself so seriously. I feel like if you're taking yourself that serious, maybe you need to remove yourself from the situation. If you can't be told something, if you can't learn from somebody, like, give me a break, man. You can learn a life lesson from a wino sitting next on, on the corner by, by a corner stove. He can give you some wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't, like, we can't get so wrapped up in it. We can't get wrapped up in our own hype. People ask me that all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, man, no matter how successful the State of the States podcast is, 
I'm still, you know what I'm saying, try, I'm still going to maintain the same type of energy. I mean, people give me ideas for this show all the time. I, I mean, I ain't about to be like, well, I mean, I, I tell you what the topic going to be. Like, come on, man. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. There's nothing wrong with being wrong. But these people salivate, man. It's like a hyena out in the safari somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And they just see a dead wildebeest in the middle of, of, of the safari. You know what I'm saying? And they ain't got no other animals around. They salivating like that right now just so they can be right. Just so they can pat themselves on the back and give themselves credibility. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic, man. Pathetic. No, it is not saints. Uh, no one period let's see cries why are you still here man how fake are you you've been exposed dude what are you talking about now bobby cross is definitely not a fake saints fan man bobby cross been here since what ooh, ooh, we started this show 2018 bobby cross probably one of the, the original people that have been rolling with the state of the saints man so nah bobby is definitely not fake definitely not phony he's just a realist you know what i'm saying he, he, he he's a real he's a real fan if the Saints win a division, they're going to say, well, it was Brady's first year in the division, but next season, Tampa a lock, man. Knock it off. Knock it off, man, Jay. You already know what they're going to say, man. You, you, you're exactly right. They need to knock it off. They they definitely need to knock it off. Jay is absolutely right. I mean, they, ha- they have moved and furthered the goalposts further and further back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. First, it was week one. They play against the Saints. Oh, it's so fair that going up against the Saints, they're a good team. They got chemistry. Saints beat them. Well, it's because Tampa don't have all the weapons. They don't have the chemistry. It's their preseason. Then all of a sudden, they start, um, you know what I'm saying, knocking off uh, teams. All of a sudden, they found their stride. Oh, they're going to beat the Saints week nine. Everybody pick Tampa. Tampa get their behind whoop. Well, you know, it was more about what Tampa didn't do, more so with the, you know what I'm saying, Tampa didn't do this, Tampa didn't do that. Antonio Brown just got here. Knock it off. Knock it off. Tampa, maybe they're not as good as people making them out to be. You ever thought about that? You ever thought about maybe the Saints are just a better team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? You ever just thought about that? Nah, that can't be it. Now they can't be it. How can this six foot, two hundred and nine pound quarterback be better than this quarterback that got six championship rings? How can he be better than him? Is it impossible? I mean, the analytics, the numbers, the pro football focus. Look, you can say whatever you want to say. Do whatever you want to do. No matter how you want to slice it, cut it, divide it. The Saints are better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Straight up. They are better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and here today, how can you possibly believe that your team is better than the Saints? After the Saints whoop y'all ass. And you know what I'm saying? I try to keep this show as PG as possible. But that's the only way you can describe what the Saints did to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They whooped their ass. How can you possibly, as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, believe that your team is better than the Saints? Seriously, national television in front of the entire world, you guys were hot as fish grease coming into the Saints game. Everybody pick y'all. Y'all got all the weapons, weapons galore. I mean, an embarrassment of riches. That is what y'all have. And y'all got y'all ass whooped on national television. That's what happened to y'all. 
how can you possibly believe this? Even the most diehard Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan got to concede that the New Orleans Saints are better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And in every facet of the game, every facet got better coaching at this stage, better quarterbacking, better running back, better receivers, better schemes. Whatever. Y'all can beat up as many teams y'all want to. Y'all can y'all can put up 46 points against the Carolina Panthers. Y'all can compare it to the Saints going back and forth. Whatever. But the Saints are better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is a fact. That is a fact. If the Saints played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs, the Saints will beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers again. That is like, they might put up more points. But the Saints are better than the Buccaneers. I'm sorry. They are better than the Buccaneers. They are, they out scheme, out with. They do all these things better than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they, they probably can beat everybody else. But when it comes down to the Saints, they ain't beating the Saints. That, that's proven facts. I'm not even telling y'all something that's opinionated. It is a fact. How can you possibly believe that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are better than the Saints after Tom Brady has thrown five interceptions to the Saints? I think Tom Brady has seven interceptions. Five of them went to the Saints. Tom Brady has played two of the worst games he possibly could play in his entire career, and it came at the hands of the Saints. How? How can you, how can you make, how can you sit behind a camera? How can you sit in front of a mic? And try to give this to the world. Bruh, I eat a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? You can feed me chicken. You can feed me fish. You can feed me seafood. But don't feed me BS, man. Don't feed me that. I'm not eating it. The Saints are better than Tampa. It's a fact. It is a fact. I don't care how many points y'all put up against Carolina. Excuse me. I don't care how many points y'all put up against Green Bay. When it came down to it, the whole world was watching. The Saints beat the brakes off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There are zero excuses. They had all of their weapons there. Everybody on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team was there. And the Saints beat them into submission. I don't want to hear anymore. This is the this is the best case scenario for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And they know it. Their Drew Brees goes down and Jameis comes in. This is the best case scenario for them. Because they damn sure weren't going to beat the Saints with Drew Brees. And they definitely weren't going to win the division if Drew Brees stayed quarterback throughout the season. And they know it. And that's the reason why they're so happy. Which is pathetic, by the way. Which is absolutely pathetic. So miss me with that. Go talk to the Carolina Panthers fans. Go talk to the Falcon fans. Go talk to them. But don't talk to no Saints fans about what y'all going to do. Because y'all had an opportunity twice to do it. And you did absolutely nothing. So media, don't tell me and tell the masses that Tampa has the better team and they're a better team than the Saints. Because they had two times to prove it. And they didn't. They didn't. 
So all the, I, I, I see Tampa talking this, that, ain't, ain't this, ain't that. Click, click, click. Move it on. Why are you talking to me? Seriously. Why are you talking to me? Why are you talking to me about the Saints? You're, the Saints shouldn't even be nowhere in your mouth. That's like a dude you knock out cold, and he's still talking noise after, you know what I'm saying, he re, after he revived. Like, I just knock you out cold. The whole, everybody seeing me knock you out cold. You asleep. What do I have to prove at this point? But that's the media, folks. That's the media. You know what I'm saying? They try to put us in this in this mind frame, like, yeah, maybe the Saints, man, maybe Tampa. Nah, bro. Like, Tampa, a lot of things. They're are they a good football team? Yes. Are they better than they were last year? Yes. But they're not better than the Saints, and I think that's been proven. That that that's a uh, that's that's been proven. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just a fact. Like I, I like honestly, as a Saints fan, <clears throat> as a Saints fan, I, I don't even know why. I don't even know why we go back and forth with a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan at this point. It's been proven. You know, they are scared of us. You know, that's a good point. That's a good point right there. Uh, you know, Anna says, uh, yeah. Uh, they fear they're scared of us. They definitely scared. They scared. They were they hoping for the worst case scenario and they got it. TJ, my brother, our words speak volumes. The Tampa Bay fans is sad. Yep. This the work, this is the best thing that could, could possibly happen. Uh the Teddy Bridge gonna tear his other knee up. <clears throat> Do you watch football uh around the rest of the league? Oh uh, yeah, man. Nah, nah. They they said uh, Teddy should be fine, man. Uh, nah, he didn't tear the rest of his knee up. And yeah, I, I do watch football. I watch, man. I watch all the games. Probably, probably, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I watch everybody, man. I watch the Red Zone channel quite a bit, so I, I kind of have an idea about everything that's going on in the league. Is it a tainted division title if that happens to pull ahead the first place? Well, not not really because. You know, the Saints still got the rest of their team intact. So I'm not going to make excuses for that. But, I mean, let's not pretend like Drew Brees isn't a, like a, a huge part of the Saints and, and what they do. Uh, straight to playoffs is a different game. Everybody be cool. I still think the Saints better. LC, they still talking about it because we are a better team. And they are, uh, it says by the truth, they protest too much. Ain't nothing to protest. Like I said, man, if if me and you raise twice, right? Let's just say, for example, I beat you, right? Let's just say, we, we say, oh, your market set go. And I beat you, you know what I'm saying? I beat you probably by a few steps. And you be like, man, I know I can beat you. I can beat you. Then all of a sudden, you be like, okay, let's race again. And all of a sudden, like, I just bowed out there. And beat you by like almost like a yard and a half. <clears throat> and you be like, what, what can you say then? Well, I, I know I can beat you. I, I nah, bro. Like it's over. It's over. I, I just Us I just Usain boat you. Yeah, it is it like 
Go go race that dude over there. You know what I'm saying? You might have a better chance of beating him. You're not going to beat me. TJ, I will never watch your show or comment on your show no more because you never read my comments, everybody else comments, but mine, I'm sorry. Uh, that's just the way it is. Uh, okay. Uh, who? Uh, Tara says who? Uh, I hate to say it, man, but if you gotta make a you gotta make a production about me not reading your comments, then nah, seriously, man, that's not the way to get my attention. And if you know, I, I don't know. Hey, TJ, if I was invited to a party, right, and we open the door and see nothing but Falcon fans, I mean nothing, Falcon jerseys, what would you do? Hmm. I mean, what would I do? Uh, what kind of party is it? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, if we watching a Falcon game? Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I would do. <laughs> you know, it depends on the circumstance. You know, what I would be watching a, you know, we watching a Falcon Saints game. You know what I'm saying? I probably, you know, probably go up in there trolling boys or something like that. Nah, but if I'm just, I mean, I wouldn't like walk out or nothing like that. It depends on the circumstance. Uh, we are two full games ahead right now, and we will be pretty, uh, pretty easy games ahead. There's no such thing as an easy game, Mike. I mean, any team could beat any other team any given Sunday, no matter the record. The last time the Bucks were good, Mad 2003 was the hottest game out. <laughs> Michael Vick was on a couple, right? <laughs> Marcus said Jimmy Ward should have been flagged and fined for his hit on Smith. But if it was a Saints defensive player, that uh, then the, the ref would have ran. Yeah, exactly. A 4-3-4 hit out of field to throw a flag. Absolutely. Uh, TJ uh, uh, hurt that guy's feeling. Man, look. Look, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, but I, I just, man, I can't. I don't know, man. Don't tell, like, you say, I ain't going to watch your show no more. Like, I hate to say it, but so what? You know what I'm saying? Like, people have to understand. I don't do this show to get money or revenue or fame or notoriety. I do this show because I love it. So when you tell me you're not going to watch my show again, like, I know I should, you know what I'm saying? I feel bad that you feel like I don't care about your feelings, but, bro, I'm not driven by that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not driven by views. I'm not. Like I don't look at my views like, oh snap, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I had I had this many views today. I ain't had this many other day. Like I don't care. You know, like, I I do this show out of passion. So if you feel like by you telling me that you're leaving and not watching my show again, you're barking up the wrong tree. Okay, you're barking up the wrong tree because I'm not I'm not wired like that. I feel like you know, like that song says, "What God has for me is for me." When God, if God wants me to elevate. He's going to help me to elevate. When he's going to put things in my, my vicinity, then he's going to put it in my vicinity. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if people just think that they can dictate that, you can't. You can't stop what God has already created in my life or created in, in your life. Nobody can stop that, folks. Life lesson here. I don't know if people of great faith in this in this, in the chat or not, but nobody can stop what God has already been planned for you. You know what I'm saying? What they say, eyes eyes have not seen, you know what I'm saying, ears have not have heard, 
what God has in store for you. So for anybody that's out there that just think that one person can stop your show or one monkey can stop your show, it can't, man. You know, it can't. You know, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, hey, TJ, Drew Brees just made an Instagram post about his injury. Okay, check that out. Uh, TJ, tell her who that nation to relax. Drew will only be out two to three weeks. Uh, RJ Mason said, bro, chill. Uh, Tyra says, uh, don't trip. I guess she's talking about at money. Uh, TJ is all good. We know uh, you can't read every comment. I enjoy the show regardless. Uh, look, I try to read every comment, but like I said, it go it goes up like really, really fast. And if I change topics, I feel like it'll be pointless. Like, let's just say, for example, we start talking about the injury, right? We went from the injury. We started talking about Michael Thomas. We started talking about Alvin Kamara. We started talking about Jameis Winston, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If I start like, if I if I started talking about what I talked about with Drew Brees, then you know what I'm saying, like, would I be able to have these conversations? So, you know, and I see the person still in the chat, which you know what I'm saying I'm not even gonna give you the the satisfaction, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because right at this time, like you're just trolling, you're just trying to get attention. Uh, Foles is out. Dude was crying like Van Jones and TJ ignored his comment. Still is. And at this point, I, I hope he does leave. I don't, I don't need that type of energy in my life, man. You know? Uh, we have to show up in January. The Saints always uh, do go this, this time of year. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to, we got to, we got to turn up the volume, man. You know, it's not even about the regular season. I think we all know what the Saints can do in the regular season. It's about the postseason at this time. Uh, TJ, would you take uh, Drew next year, a draft a quarterback in the first round? Uh, if Drew wants to come back, he can come back, but I definitely will still draft a quarterback. TJ, bro, uh, I got a lot of respect for you, bro. You do a good job. I support you, bro. Uh, we who that fam. Look, man, I, man anybody that know me, you know, know that man, I got love for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that, that calls this show, comments on this show, you know, I try to give them, you know what I'm saying, a plat, you know what I'm saying, a plat, I won't say give them a platform, but give them the opportunity to express themselves. Uh, anybody that's, that's around here, you know, saying I don't read their comments, this, that, and the third, that means that they don't really pay attention to my show in the first place, you know, because there's no way in the world that if a person that actually watches this show like consistently would think that about me uh lol money man we don't uh give a, a chick <laughs> uh we talking football it could be a troll with the same username chill my dude uh complaining uh aren't good fans uh preach uh who that from la and what's going on Man, appreciate that, man, all the way out there on the West Coast. Uh, hey, Tyra, remember what I was saying about the defense a few weeks ago. Uh, Jamika says, you need to stop this mess. Uh, we too grown for this. He can't read every comment. Uh, like I said, it's just a person, you know, I feel like, I, I feel bad, like, on a certain, on, on, from a certain perspective, I feel bad, but, like, I don't feel like, you know, like I said, I'm not, I'm not driven like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not wired like that. Like some people are like, man, 
they they just want every subscriber, all the you know what I'm saying, all the views. Not me, man. I don't care. You know, people. You know, it, it, like I said, what God has for you is for you. That's the way I feel. Nobody can stop me from achieving what God has in store for me. That's that's what I live by. Uh, draft Zach Wilson uh, from BYU next year. Uh, I'm a Drew Brees fan, and I think he could be out for the year. Uh, but sorry, get off it. Jameis Winston is our starter now. Taysom Hill will play his part. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Jason Russ says, uh, you don't always read my comments, but you don't hear my crying. <laughs> I don't read. I, I mean, so I pass a lot of people comments sometimes. You know, like I said, sometimes I don't even read comments at all because we might have some phone calls. You know, I mean, that that's just the way that, that's just the way that, it, that we do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I think the last show, right? So, I think no, the Sunday show. I took a lot of phone calls. I took a lot of phone calls, and I neglected the chat. So this morning, I ran mostly from the chat and only took a few phone calls. You know, I mean, I can't. <laughs> you're not going to please everybody, man. I would like to, but I can't uh tj uh how do you donate to your channel uh i mean you can use the the super chats i think it's like the little dollar sign underneath the comments if you want to man like don't i want nobody to feel like they're obligated to donate to my show you know what i'm saying like that that's not how i work i appreciate the donations i really do but don't feel like anybody's obligated you know you you obligated to do so because you know like that's i'll be all right you know what i'm saying like i, I don't like I like I said once again, I appreciate it, but nah, I don't want to be one of those shows. I cre- I created this show because I wanted a show where people could have a voice. You know, being uh, being in radio, and some of you probably heard this story. Being in radio, you get a lot of people that pay more attention to the host. The hosts have phone calls. You have the producer who turns down the levels on the phone call so the host can sound like he is more uh, right than a, than a caller. Don't give the caller no type of attention, but not looking at the fact that if you have a four-hour time slot, it's your show, dude, okay? People going to hear you way longer than they're going to hear the caller. And that just rubbed me the wrong way, you know? And I got respect for WWL, man, but one person I, I looked at was Bobby Abel. you know? When people call WWL, at a game and they all excited about the game. Bobby Abel will overtalk those people. I'm like, Bobby, you on the you on the show for four hours. Let these people have the opportunity. So that's what kind of like motivated me to do that. You know, I want people to have a voice. That's just my honest opinion. Uh TJ, you're not reading my comments, so I'm not watching your show no more. P.S. I would go cry in the car now. <laughs> Reggie, uh <laughs> I hope not, man. Reggie, that's my guy right there, man. That's a that's a familiar, that's a familiar uh profile I, I'm used to seeing. Jermaine says, Yeah. King Arthur said Drew is not out for the season. Who that nation is already reported he's out three weeks. Yeah, King Arthur, man. My guy, man. King Arthur called this morning on the show, man. I, I kind of forgot we was having the show. We up there talking like we two homeboy chopping it up at, at the sports ball, man. Shouts out to my guy, King Arthur. Uh, Jamal says, I thought you were asleep. I guess you're talking about that K. Chicago uh, going backwards now. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a chemistry issue going on between uh, the head coach and, and Nick Foles. 
uh, you have created a Saints community is great. Freedom isn't free. Thank you very much for the 199. I mean, that's all I wanted, man. That's, that's all I wanted to do. I just want to give people a, a platform, give people a voice. That's that's what I care about. I mean, I, is I love talking about the Saints because I'm from New Orleans, born and raised there, been a Saints fan my entire life, but. Just to just to have a, a show where people can know that they actually matter and their opinions matter, you know, and, and they're the driving force of the show. That, that's what matters to me mostly, you know. Uh, do you see Drew Brees' tweet just now, TJ? No, no, Jaleel, I, I didn't see it. Uh, if you give me a chance, I'll go ahead and pull it up so I can check it out. Um, see, see what he said. All right, um, on Instagram right now. Somebody, is it on Instagram or is it on Twitter? I'm gonna check Instagram first here. Uh, who that nation? I've got the best medical team in the world. Uh, we'll be back in no time. Okay, I see that. I don't know if it's something different that that I, um that he said on Twitter, but let's see. Maybe. Maybe it's, I know a lot of the times uh, Drew Brees' uh, Instagram is connected to his Twitter. So maybe it's the same exact thing, but I'd still check it out. Yeah, he said the same thing. Uh, who that nation, I've got the best medical team in the world. We'll be back in no time. So let's hope so, man. But let's hope for the best, man. I hope he ain't trying to rush back. I get it. I get it. He trying to, you know, win it all and all that, but. Yeah, man, his health is more important. I think Nick Foles was carted off field sad. Wow. Uh, we're talking about Monday night football here, right? Okay, yeah, they are playing on Monday night. Wow. Well, it's like it's the – well, is Mitchell Jabisky still hurt? I remember Mitchell Jabisky, he went, he came into the Saints game and he ended up getting hurt in that game on that one play. So is Mitchell Jabisky uh, in the game right now? Somebody, t- Somebody let me know. Uh, Bobby Bell jumped ship and went to the Falcons. Remember that? Yeah, but look, I, I can't too much blame him to who that. I mean, the Saints didn't want to pay him. And he wanted to give it to the Saints, you know? So I can't get too mad at him, man. I mean, football is a business. Keen Arthur, thank you for the $2, said TJ. Should we draft a, a slot corner high in the draft? Uh, I'm trying to look around, see what the Saints actually need. No, I would say that the Saints need to try to get a safety in the draft or, uh, you know what I'm saying, a, yeah, a cornerback. You know what I'm saying? Cornerback should be the next thing that they possibly get. I don't see them getting like a linebacker. Mm, I don't see them getting another defensive end. Uh, let me see. I'm looking around, looking around, looking around. No, nah, it seems like they just need like a cornerback or possibly – um another defensive end or something like that i can't see them getting getting nothing else you know like that that's a high priority and a quarterback or a quarterback you know what i'm saying a quarterback i can see them getting that high we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up man you know uh i'm gonna read a few more comments then we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here man uh yo tj can't wait to collab with you for the saints versus eagles matchup uh bashir uh thank you very much man look bashir I got your comment on Twitter, man. I do apologize. Uh, uh, <clears throat> I know that you asked me to follow you so we can talk about this collab. I do apologize for that, man. Uh, I kind of seen it when I was in passing. 
uh, I was looking at Twitter at the same time, you know, somebody was talking to me and I didn't go back to doing that, but I did get your comment immediately following the show. I'm gonna go ahead and follow you, man. So we can kind of talk about the, the particulars with that. So uh, I'll begin with you soon, man. I, you know, so I want you to think I neglected it or forgot about it. I, I saw that. So I, I'll do it immediately following the show. I promise you that, man. RJ Mason says, what happened to Thomas Stevens? Thomas Stevens played for the Carolina Panthers. They signed him this week. Steve, uh, Minnesota 19, Tim Crest. 13. Oh, man. Y'all crazy, man. Y'all silly. Uh, Shout out to all those people that say Patrick Robinson can't play outside corner. He played a great game after Lattimore left the game. Uh, Marcus, um, great game uh, i don't know about all that but i mean he made the play he made a play that that sealed the deal okay i don't want to i don't I let not let's not get too far now you know what i'm saying he, he was in the game he did he did okay job you know what i'm saying but uh i don't he, i don't think he played long enough for us to just be like you know what i'm saying he he had a great game i mean he he, he sealed the deal so i give him credit for that so if we're talking about in that regards he had a great game but I won't say he had a great game because I mean I, I ain't seen enough out of him. Like if he was out there for for the majority of the game, then I'd be like, okay. But I would say that he he did a good job filling in for Lattimore when he went down. Keen Arthur says, TJ, I believe the offense will be super explosive with Jamison uh in terms of down the field plays. Uh people forget dude through for 5,100 yards behind the terrible Suckaneers O-line. I mean. I'm looking forward to seeing it and what they can bring to the table. Uh, BDFM34 says, I'm a new subscriber. I dig this podcast. I appreciate it, man. Y'all give a special shout out to BDFM34. Showing some of that love, who that nation. You know, thank you for subscribing, man. Uh, we, you know, you got to make up for uh, the guy that left. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we lose one, we gain one. <laughs> But that's to say, am I the only one who thinks team losing draft picks and being fine for post-game parties without mass is bull? No, Vanessa, uh, absolutely not. You know, I think it's foolishness. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what this Denver Broncos uh, uh, celebration uh, is going to look like. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if they're going to get fined too because I need the NFL to keep the same energy. So I do think it's bull, but they're just the NFL, man, the no-fun league. I, I don't understand how – you can go up against a guy for 60 minutes of football, tackling each other, you know what I'm saying, like lined up right in front of each other. I mean, no social distance whatsoever, but they're telling you, oh, you can't change jerseys and you can't dance in the locker room this close. Like, knock it off, man. Knock it off. Like, these guys are tackling each other. These guys are, like, lined up, you know what I'm saying, within five yards away from each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, these guys are, like – I don't know, man. That's that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's like saying, okay, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can touch each other, but don't touch each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all can hug, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean, y'all can tackle each other, but y'all can't hug each other. Like, give me a break. That's the stupidest thing ever right there. Crazy. Uh, One more going to come from Jimmy says, if Drew Brees does retire after this year, would you rather trade for Jordan Love, Jalen Hurts, or reaching a draft? New State of Saints podcast member, by the way. Love listening and TJ. Jimmy, thank you so much. Uh, if it was me, um, I would look really closely 
I would look really closely at what's going on in Philadelphia. Um, I would look really closely at what's going on in Detroit because um, I would be looking at what's going to be the future of Carson Wentz, and I would be looking at what's going to be the future of Matthew Stafford. Those are two guys that I really like. Um, Carson Wentz, I really have a lot of respect for him. Uh, Y'all know how I feel about Matthew Stafford. Um, As far as the draft is concerned, um, I would look into the draft, but knowing Sean Payton, he doesn't really like young players. So would not be surprised if uh, Matthew Stafford or Carson Wentz end up being a saint one day, you know, the way that uh, way he thinks. Or it could be Jameis Winston, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? Jameis might do enough for Sean to be like, man, I'm going to just grow with Jameis or I'm going to roll with Taysom. So only time will tell. But I want to say thank you so much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. This has been fun, man. I really – Y'all don't know how much I needed this, man. So concerned about my son. You know what I'm saying? Just try to get my mind off for a little while. But thank y'all so much uh, for being a part of the show. Uh, I'm asking you please subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search the State of the Saints podcast, facebook.com, search the State of the Saints podcast. Previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. And uh, I'll keep you posted on uh, all things Drew Brees for the remainder of the week. Uh, keep it locked to the State of the Saints podcast. Follow on Twitter. Okay, I, I, I keep forgetting to plug the Twitter. At State of Saints. At State of Saints. Uh, please follow on Twitter. Uh, if you, you have a Twitter account, you know, we talk New Orleans Saints. Uh, we talk about all type of different things. So uh, if you're interested, you're on Twitter, please follow and support the State of the Saints podcast. Till next time, all I got to say is, who that?